You're listening to the One Investment Away podcast. On today's episode, you'll discover exactly what it takes for an investment to become a 10 to 100x return investment and why I believe I may have just discovered the next one. So stay tuned. One stock, one season, one goal to make a 100x investment. This is One Investment Away, where we dive deep into the fundamental analysis from moat to management, from risks to rewards, and finally, from valuation to the actual purchase decision. We're building the OIA portfolio together, one company at a time. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back to the One Investment Away podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Chudik, and we are scouring the world of investing for the best investment ideas. Then we do the world's deepest dives into those ideas to figure out if they actually have what it takes to reach that coveted one investment away status, the one that will change our lives forever. But let's be real here. Investing is a journey, and you can bet that journey is going to be a little bumpy. But don't worry, because I'll be here to hold your hand and help you navigate those rough patches. Because I am here to be your financial Sherpa, guiding you to the top of that mountain towards the investing success and freedom that awaits us at the top, right? This is our financial revolution, and you get to look over my shoulder as we build out a long-term, deep-dive, one-investment-driven portfolio together. So every purchase, every sale, every win, and every dollar made, you get to come along for the ride, okay? So sit back, relax, grab your favorite beverage, and get ready to discover the wild world of value investing with a sprinkle of terrible humor and a heck of a lot of deep analysis. Because as you already know, you're only one investment away from the life of your dreams. And the goal of this podcast is to make those dreams into your reality. So grab your scuba gear because it's time to dive in. So what if I told you about a company that over the last four years have achieved a compounded annual growth rate of 26% as a business as a whole, okay? Its subscribers grew 26%, monthly active users grew 26%, and importantly, that translated into a revenue growth rate of 26% as well. And if that wasn't enough, there's one more metric we should talk about, and that is the gross profit. It grew at an annual growth rate of 35%. So my question to you is, how much do you think this stock price would have risen during that same four-year time frame? So let's just say that the stock was at $100 four years ago. What price would you estimate that stock would be trading at today? Well, if you're some sort of smarty pants, you may have just applied that 26% annual growth rate to the stock price as well, right? So in that case, if you actually plugged it into a calculator, you'd come up with a number close to 250 bucks, which seems pretty fair, right? At 26% a year, numbers double every roughly three years. Now, what if I told you what actually happened was the stock price instead dropped from that $100 down to $20. Would that maybe have you raise your eyebrow or two? Maybe get you just curious enough to dig a little deeper and find out what the heck was actually going on here? Well, my friend, you're in luck because that is what happened to the company we are analyzing today, and that is Spotify. And this is our jumping off point for our deep dive analysis and just one of the reasons why this company has made it to the top of our list as a contender for achieving that one investment away status. Important next level side note, this is going to be a long audio recording, okay? So it's more of a complete Spotify investment thesis. It's kind of like a white paper turned into an audio format, okay? So I know this may scare off a lot of people, but you're not exactly most people, are you? And I like to think of it from the perspective of time, okay? 
So let's say after listening to this short podcast, you decide to take what you learn and actually invest in the companies we talk about. Okay, this is going to be a hypothetical, not investment advice, not your financial advisor, nor consider your personal situation as your fiduciary. But let's just say that you end up investing and with that investment, you double your money. Okay, so now let's say you decided to invest just $10,000 in that investment. Okay, so the lens I want you to look at this from is how long in hours would it have taken you to make that exact same $10,000 at the job you're in right now? So think about that. Do the math. How long would it have taken you to make $10,000 in the job you're at right now? So this is investing return on time, or you can call it the ROT, <laughs> R-O-T, right? So here's what most people never really grasp. Investing isn't just return on your capital, right? It's not just about making money. It's about making time. So it's return on your time. So in the better your returns the more time you actually get to put back in your pocket and spend how you choose. This isn't your boss choosing or your bills choosing for you, right? This is you choosing for you. So it's for your family, for your children, for your causes, for your mission, for whatever you want to actually spend your time on. So that's what investing allows, okay? And if we go back to our example, let's say you're making 25 bucks an hour or that would translate into roughly $4,000 a month if you're on salary. So if you do the math on this, you'll find that you'll be saving slash making 400 hours. So that's what that double means. It means 400 hours. So it doesn't just mean $10,000. It means 400 hours. And I promise you this podcast will not be anywhere near that long. Wait, it isn't, right? Because sure, money is nice, right? But it's an unlimited resource. Just think about how much money the government prints. They can print however much they want. If they are low, they just print more. It is unlimited. The only truly limited resource is your time. And that's what we're working to give you more of here, okay? So, and that is the real power of investing and especially the way that we are going to be following here. So just think about it. Everyone on the planet gets 24 hours every day. Everybody, no matter if you're rich, poor, young, old, however you want to look at it, 24 hours in a day, you have just as much time as the richest person on the planet and as the poorest. It's everything is equal in that regard. So the difference is the more successful you are as an investor, will actually determine how much of that 24 hours is truly yours. So what we talked about before. So this is why my mission is to help 1,000 people become truly financially independent. So this is financial liberation. So again, just to sell you on how important it is to follow through on your analysis, is that amount of time going to be worth that to you, right? So if you answered with a hell to the yeah, which let's be honest, you should have. I mean, I'm the one doing all the hard work here. You just get to sit back and listen, right? And it's time for us to dive in. So let's get into this. So this is Spotify analysis part two. So this is what I like to call the ask and answer analysis, okay? And if you're one of my students, you already know how this goes, but it's one of the biggest components and it's all about asking the big question about why. So now that we've actually chosen a company, we take that to the next step and decide if it's worth our time to actually invest. Not only invest our money, but invest our time into learning about the business we've chosen, right? So again, we need to go through the following crucial steps. So we need to know the what, the why and the when, and that is for any investment that you're gonna look at. Those three things, what, why, and when, okay? In the first episode, we really dialed in that what, right? So that was figuring out from the thousands of investment ideas out there, just down to one, right? So we narrowed that universe down to just one stock. And of course, you're kind of looking over my shoulder here as I do this. So this is my investable universe and my choice to one stock, right? But again, this is so important that it's inside your personal area of expertise something I like to call the intersection of awesome because I'm a giant nerd, AKA your IOA. And then you combine this with what the world's greatest investors already have invested in, right? So then you check the price they paid and voila, you potentially have a winner. 
So this not only saves a massive amount of your time by shrinking where you look down to only your expertise, but it actually allows us to boost our conviction, which you know that all important conviction, by having some of the world's greatest investors coming to the same conclusion that you did. So that's how powerful that is. So here's part of the awesomeness that follows that though. When we are in a potentially great investable time like we are now, we can actually potentially do much better than the best investors on the planet did because we end up paying less than they did because they may have just gotten in a little bit early. So in other words, if we agree with the thesis that they have and then we have our own thesis that matches that of a potentially great investment long-term, right? And we put in the work to actually get the conviction, which I'm hoping to shortcut for you with this podcast. And then if the investment ends up matching the future we see, then we are going to do very well for ourselves, right? But the cool part is we'll actually do even better than the best investors on the planet that we copied into this idea. So this is the power of the one investment away process, right? So we've already accomplished the what of this process by choosing Spotify, which is always a difficult part of it. So now we need to confirm that we've actually chosen a winner. And I realize you didn't get much say in this. And if you haven't checked out their music and podcast service yet, you definitely should. So you are on the same page when we go through this company analysis, okay? So we want to understand the business and understand the product. That's a huge advantage when we make an investment. And it helps if you actually like the company too, because then you're actually interested in learning about it, which is super important for me, especially because I'm going to spend a lot of time looking into these companies. So I need to actually be interested in the business itself. Okay. So when I find a business that I like, I actually get excited about doing the analysis because I find it fascinating to dive into the company and learn more about it. Right. So when investing actually is fun on the front end and then fun when you actually make money in those great investment ideas, right then it's just fun the whole way around and it just becomes a humongously awesome, humongously is a real word, don't don't second guess that, humongously awesome process, right? Chances are you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, but if you're listening on Apple Music or some other podcast provider, just pause this and go download Spotify right now, okay? Because you're going to have to check this company out itself for you to actually gain conviction in the product, okay? So we are officially into step two of this process. So we've done the what? Now we're moving on to the why, and it's the all-important why. And I'm what's known as a value hacker because we take a different approach to investing, especially to like the normal individual investors, right? So we approach it as if we are full-time professionals, but in order to accomplish this, we need to be able to shrink all the amount of work and time and effort that would normally go into analyzing companies, right? Into the time we actually have, which let's be honest, that isn't very much, especially for me. Like I have a two-year-old son, who takes up the majority of my time, okay? So all this time has to get scrunched in to the time that I actually do have, okay? And same thing for you. You need to find a way to hack the time that it takes to get you from point A to point B, from idea to action, okay? But not having that much time actually gives us an advantage because we are forced to be smart about our investment. So while others are allowed to waste their time on things that don't actually matter, that won't lead to the answers that we actually need for our analysis, we instead are hyper-focused on what we need, okay? So not because we want to be, but because we have to be. It's out of necessity. So one thing to keep in mind as you go through this, that this is one of the biggest pieces of the analysis, okay? So, and to add to that, it tends to be one of the most difficult. So why would that be? So it's because we're just really starting to get to know the business for the first time. So it's kind of like that first date with somebody, right? You're a little bit nervous. You're a little more than excited than you probably should be, right? And you really don't want to mess it up. But inevitably, you end up asking way too many questions. Some of them just a little bit too personal too, right? But by the end, you know them a heck of a lot more than you did before, right? And more importantly, you actually know if you want to see them again, right? 
So if you want to move forward with this analogy, it means we're gonna actually want to dive into this company more. One of the most interesting and unexpected side benefits of having this focus that we have, and it's actually like an all-encompassing thing, so it doesn't have to just be about investing, it actually could be taken over into our regular day-to-day -day life too, okay? And this comes from our focus on something I like to call the expiration date analysis. But before we get to that, I need to give you a quick disclaimer, okay? Because since this is our, like one of our first podcasts, you need to kind of know the approach that this takes to make a truly great investment truly great. Because you could buy a great company, you could pay a great price, but if you don't actually follow the steps to get you into that company, you're not going to maximize your potential return on that investment. You're going to sell too early, hold it too long. However that works out, you need to have all the pieces in place to make it work, okay? So as my amazing students already know, you can't buy a company, or at least you shouldn't, aka any shares in any stock, simply because I or any other next level investor bought it, okay? And I said, you could, but you shouldn't, okay? You need to find your own conviction. And I hope this podcast helps you find it, but you can certainly start and shortcut the process by borrowing some of the conviction from me, right? So I'm gonna give you all the answers that I think we need to have a reasonable certainty in a company that we can make an investment in, right? And I'm going to give you everything I learned to get me to that conviction level, okay? so that you have what you need to make your own decision. And again, it is your own decision because this is not me making investments for you. So this AAA analysis is really just one more perspective, okay? So we're actually gonna be looking at it from five more after this so that we don't just see a single puzzle piece when we're trying to put this investment thesis together, right? So most investors only look at it from one angle and so they only actually see a cross section of a picture. So what we do instead is we try to get every single angle and look at the entire picture, okay? So strap yourself in, my friend, because this is going to be a heck of a lot of fun and hopefully hugely profitable as well, right? Because that is the goal. So just another side note, next level side note as I call them, keep in mind that for any company that we're doing an analysis on, the annual report, also known as the 10K, the quarterly reports, and my personal favorite, the proxy statement, also known as a DEF 14A, are some of the best places to find the answers to the questions that we're asking, okay? So if any time a question comes up, you're like, hmm, how are they actually going to solve this problem? Or how are they going to defend against this competitor? Those are some of the three best spots to look, okay? So again, annual statement, 10K, quarterly reports, 10Qs, and the proxy statement, which is known as a DEF 14A, okay? And you can think of this as like the purest form of answers. Because if you think about it, the internet is really just one giant game of telephone, right? It's somebody taking that information and then interpreting it in their own way and relaying it in a different way. And then somebody takes from that person and does the exact same thing over and over again until what was original doesn't actually exist in that other product that we find. So it's best to go to the source, okay? And the closest source is from the company's legally mandated files themselves, okay? And by now, you probably noticed that I give context to almost everything that I'm going through, right? And that's not only because I easily get sidetracked, which I do, and I tend to wind up going down rabbit holes that I find fascinating, and as my very first student, Lynn, often points out to me that I do that all the time, but it's because I don't want to only give you an investment idea, okay? I want to give you the tools so that one day, when you have enough time, that you'll be able to go out and do this for yourself, okay? So you won't have to rely on somebody else. So that's part of that independence piece that I look at, okay? So I'm going to be giving you the fish. You can think about it like this. I'm gonna be giving you the fish, but I'm also gonna be teaching you how I caught that fish, okay? Is that okay? All right, let's get back to our expiration date approach to investing and to life, okay? So this concept is simple, 
but it's extremely powerful when you apply it to almost everything that you look at. And though it can be extremely difficult to strictly adhere to this philosophy, like it can be really challenging, it's applying the filter of this question, okay? So how long will this piece of information actually last for? So in other words, what's the expiration date on the information that I'm reading, learning about, or listening to, okay? So you can think about it as almost the difference between knowledge and a memorized fact, right? So one is fun to use at a party and to impress your friends with, right? While the other ha actually has a major impact and potentially a ripple effect on the rest of our lives. So knowledge is potential power is what I like to say it is, right? So if you don't use it, it is just like stored energy. But if you actually take action on that knowledge, then it turns into power, okay? So that's like taking action on an investment idea. If I, but again, I digress. So let's get back to the task at hand though, okay? Because we are already about 15 minutes into this and we haven't even talked about Spotify yet, right? So you can see how I'm trying to teach you how to fish, not just give you the fish. So we are into part two of our next level, one investment way, deep dive into Spotify. The ticker symbol again is SPOT, S-P-O-T. So keep in mind that at the time of this writing, I own shares in the company at a basis around 73.3 and the stock at the time of this recording is trading around 75 bucks. So I think we're at a very potentially great investment opportunity here. But that being said, I'm obviously gonna be biased because I don't only really love this business and the company itself and its product, but I already have shares. So make sure you keep what I say with a healthy heap of your favorite Himalayan salt, okay? So I will remain as objective as possible throughout this entire analysis. And I actually have an entire framework that I follow so that I know I'm gonna hit all the main points that I need to to follow through on an investment. But again, I've already put in the work and now I'm just recording what I found to you, okay? I haven't finished my analysis, so it is just an entry position right now, just to get me even more motivated to complete my analysis. But you need to know that I am invested in this business. So I'm just being completely honest with you and with myself that I may have already fallen head over heels with this one, okay? So I'm gonna try not to let those biases or those behavioral heuristics as they're called, get into my brain before I even am followed through on my analysis. Those of you that have studied behavioral finance, you'll recognize the inherent flaws of not only writing about a company I own, but doing so in a public declarative sort of way. So I'm essentially taking the biggest possible hammer and nailing my preconceptions about the company and what I believe the potential for into it, right? Into the future. So consistency and commitment and man with the hammer syndrome and probably four other biases will be rearing their ugly heads as we go through this together. So just keep that in mind because knowing that they're there is not enough, okay? So actually avoiding their destructive influence is a whole nother thing. In fact, that's exactly why we have the R in our gamers analysis. So that is the rational reversal. So we actually reverse and flip the script so we look at everything negative about the company. So we try to get a reset on why we like the company in the first place, okay? So it gives us that other perspective again. So it allows you and me to take a step back and look at the company through a lens of negativity, okay? To sidestep those behavioral heuristics and see the company and the investment idea as it is instead of as we wish it to be, okay? It's super important. And honestly, only time will tell if this works out, right? So if you're listening to this way into the future, you will know how this worked out. But if you're listening to this when it's released, then you probably won't know yet. And as we've talked about before, the goal of this analysis and for all companies that we analyze in the future, and I mean that we analyze as in me and you, like me, the talker, the chit-chatter, the windbag, and you, the listener, right? 
So to figure out this company, in this case, Spotify has the potential to become a 100X investment. So that's what I consider to be a one investment away. So it's something that turns $1,000 into $100,000, okay? It turns $10,000 into million dollars. So that is a 100X investment. And to, in order to make that achievable, in order to happen, we need to dive deep into the company so that we have conviction to own it for a long period of time. Because the longer we own a company that's truly great, the better our potential is to make that 100x return, okay? Super important. So I don't want to just find great investments for you. I want them to be life-altering, okay? I want them to be dream-creating, like vision-achieving, and that financial freedom and independence-generating, right? So that's what this is for. So in other words, I take this shit seriously. So did you see that? I actually used a swear word right there as emphasis. Whoa, this guy is serious. So that being said, this is going to require a high level of conviction. So in other words, to get that 100x return, you have to be able to hold it for an entire wild ride because it's going to be a wild ride regardless of the company that you own and what you think the future will be, okay? From scandals to disappointments to sometimes the most difficult at all, large profits, and if, especially if they're fast. Those quick profits are really hard to not try to get let go of. So because, make no mistake, as hard as it is to sell when their narrative has changed, like if our story has changed, we need to change our mind, it's just as difficult, if not more difficult, to continue to hold on as we make more and more money. But that last double makes up for all the other doubles before it, okay? So we want to hold on for that last double, especially if the company is still growing. So capturing gains is just as intoxicating as making them in the first place. And conviction is the only thing that I've found and that all other successful investors point to that allows you to avoid that siren song and to let you keep holding on, right? But again, I've digressed, of course. So I'm <laughs> really in a teacher preachy mood today, but I think it's because we're in the first, like the early innings of this podcast. And I want you to learn as much as you gain from not only making the investments in the companies that you find conviction in, but learning how to invest on your own as well, right? So here is what we're going to be covering in this first part, okay? That AAA analysis. So we're going to get to know the business. We're going to get to know what big problem they solve, if any. And then we're going to look at, will this business thrive in the next 10 years? And then will this industry, the business is in, thrive for the next 20? Because again, we need to be able to hold on for the long term and we want there to be some tailwinds to push that for us. And could this company be the one for me, okay? And then we're actually gonna value hack the why, a next level investor, so a super investor or a super great investor, however you want to classify them, decided to buy the company that we're looking at, okay? So when all of those points are gonna point us to one extremely important characteristic of an investment, okay? It's like the core premise. It's the beating heart of any thesis. And it's the main and the most powerful reason why the company we're looking to invest in is likely to be that 10X to 100X return, right? So why it is truly great business. So this is the, you can consider this like the biased opinion of what will propel this company into the future. So me and my students like to call this the North Star narrative, okay? So everything that we learn in this AAA analysis will point to that North Star narrative or narrative North Star. So it's like that single elevator pitch of why this company will do great into the future, okay? So just keep that in mind in the back of your head as we go through this analysis. All right, that is enough context. So now it is time for us to dive into Spotify the business, okay? So this is all gonna be about the business. So we're not even gonna get into numbers until we get especially to the moat and when we go to the valuation, okay? So the moat and the valuation are gonna be the two heaviest number aspects of this. The rest of it is going to be the more of the soft data, okay? So it's us looking into the future and trying to figure out where the heck the business is going. Because the numbers help us with a backseat view, like we're looking in the rear view mirror, right? Because that's the past, all the numbers are in the past. What we have to do is project the into the future and figure out where the company is going. 
So that's where a lot of this subjective analysis is. And that's why we need to be hyper-focused on the business itself, okay? So that is what we're going to cover in this next part of this episode. And that is Spotify, the business. Thank you so much for sticking with me here. It means the world to me. And really quick before you leave, remember to tap that follow or subscribe button. It not only means we get to hang out again, lucky, but it means that you're actively helping this podcast reach more people. And I seriously appreciate that. And with that, I will see you in the next episode. And of course, don't forget, you're just one investment away. Let's go find it. As a reminder, do your own due diligence. All investment decisions are yours to make. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. This is not financial advice. I am not your financial advisor, nor have I considered your personal situation as your fiduciary. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.